is a life-changing message by the Reverend Sam Crunchy Ankara. I preached from the four Gospels and I spoke from Mark. Today I will speak from Luke, the 24th chapter, verses 1 to 7. And I think the sermon is in verse number 5 or 6. Verse number 5 or 6. Luke chapter 24. Now on the first day of the week, very early in the morning, they and certain other women with them came to the tomb, bringing the spices which they had prepared. But they found the stone rolled away from the tomb. Somebody will roll away your resistance. This week, when you get there, the door will open on its own accord. I receive it. Clap your hands and say, I receive it. I receive it. But they found the stone rolled away from the tomb. Verse number three. Then they went in and did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. Verse number four. And it happened as they were greatly perplexed about this, that behold, two men stood by them in shining garments. Then as they were afraid and bowed their faces to the earth, they said to them, why do you seek the living among the dead? He is not here. That's the sermon today. He is not here. But it's risen. Remember how he spoke. Remember how he spoke. Remember how he spoke to you when he was still in Galilee. Saying, the son of man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men. Other versions say wicked men. Sinful men, wicked men, evil men. And be crucified. But on the third day, I will rise again. This was what he said before. He is not here. Why is he not here? He is not here because he's risen. He is not here because he is not ordained to live amongst the dead. That is not his address. That is not his place. So he's not here. I prophesy to you. Wherever they are forcing you to be, where you must not be, may the glory of resurrection check you out. I receive it. Ah, clap your hands and say, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the spirit. In the spirit. Forcing me. Forcing me. Out of God's glory. Out of God's glory. They will fail. They will fail. Oh, come on, scream it aloud. Say they will fail. They will fail. Shout yes. Yes. He's not here. He's risen. The grave is empty. So, psychologists like Reverend David will teach you what is known in psychology as self-denial. Self-denial is the situation where the fact is there, clear, factual, evidence. Yet, your mind and your heart, due to voices, tell you the fact is not correct. The evidence is fake, even though you can see it. And people who suffer self-denial, there are many. From single boys to single girls, 
to many people. For example, 14 years old, you are just about to enter SHS. Then your father who pays your school fees, you receive early morning message, Sunday morning, from the hospital that when your father was checked into hospital three days ago, he didn't make it. Your father passed. The thing becomes such a shock. All you say is that, Daddy, Daddy dead. No, no, no. My daddy cannot die. He cannot die. Woman, that die. your daddy is dead. He's in the fridge. But your mind and your heart and self-denial tells you it must not be. He should not die, but he's dead. When you get to that stage, the psychologists take you through some emotional therapy. They take you clinical psychology to psychoanalysis so that you don't lose your brains. Here is another self-denial which I deliver you from. So, this husband beats his wife and can hold the wife's head and hit the glass and then bruises. Then minutes after that, he comes over and says, I'm so sorry. I don't know what came over me. Please, uh, forgive me. And then you too, you accept the apology. Then you go to your mother's house. Your mother was asking you to pass through the house for some conversation. So when you arrive in your mother's house, your mother says, Hajua, what happened to you? Hajua, look at your face. Hajua, what happened? Then you say, ah, is it not my husband again? Hajua, I've told you this boy will kill you. Hajua, I said, leave. He said, mommy, I cannot leave. He apologized. He says he loves me. Self-denier. Have you seen a man who loves somebody hitting the person's head with glass before? You are living in self-denial. The fact is that he is crazy in his head, but you don't want to accept it. Because you are blinded by so-called love. Self-denier. You are not accepting the fact and the evidence. Self-denial. The people can't just stand the popularity of Jesus. They can't stand it. Jesus heals a boy who was sick, deaf and dumb. Clearly, evidence. And they say, no, 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 no. It's, 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 it's demonic. Bezebub. He healed by the spirit of Bezebub. What? The hatred continued. To the cross. So Pilate says, there are two men over here. Which one should I release for you? Barabbas or Christ? Release Barabbas. Oh, why? What has Christ done? We don't care. Crucify him. Crucify him. Hatred. Now, if you hate somebody so much, the person dies by crucifixion and the person is buried, I think the matter should close. Everybody go to sleep. But nay, nay, the hatred continued. They said we heard that once he was alive, that uh, he will resurrect after death. And so go and look for a huge stone and seal the tomb so that his disciples will not go and steal the body and then come and announce saying that he has, he has, he has risen. You hate somebody so much that even into his grave, the hatred follows him. You know why? They were afraid of the power of the man Jesus. They were afraid that the miracles that he performed 
more people will follow him. Many souls will come. So they were afraid that when he's resurrected, the news will spread around and more souls will be won. And so they said, nay, we will not allow that one to happen. But guess what? The more they hated him, the more God glorified him. The more they hated him, the more God honored him. And that is the message that I have brought to you today. Your enemies will be ashamed. As God continues to increase you and increase you and increase you. I'm not talking to everybody. So if you don't respond, that's okay. But if you are the one, clap your hands and stand and scream, I am the one. I am the one. Come on, shout it again and say, I am the one. I am the one. Shout yes. Yes. Hallelujah. Please be seated. The, The argument and the question of the resurrection must not be an issue. Ladies and gentlemen, see, see. Show me, my son, any human normal person like Peter, like Apostle Paul, like James, like John, like Thomas, Matthew, all these guys who follow Jesus. Then they were told that Jesus had resurrected. Then Jesus visited them in a room. They saw him. They had breakfast with him. And, and you think they will not go out to defend the resurrection. The resurrection is the foundation of our faith. It is the foundation of our hope for tomorrow. It is the foundation of our salvation. That is the resurrection story. Come on. (laughs) Peter. Peter says, this Jesus whom you crucified, whom God raised from the dead, and whom our eyes saw, because we ate with him, we touched him. He didn't show himself two days, three days. Forty solid days he was walking here and everybody saw him. It is in his name that we have healed this man sitting at the beautiful gate. And you are telling us we should shut up when we saw it. You want to kill me? Kill me. Yeah, man. Cut my head. And they crucified him indeed. And he was ready for the crucifixion. You know why? Because he saw the evidence. He saw the factual fact. And he will not deny that Jesus Christ rose. Oh, you haven't heard about Peter. You haven't heard about James. James. They said, James, come out of the prison. This Jesus you are talking about, are you sure he's the son of God? Yes. Why? Because when he died, he rose again. Are you sure? Yes. I saw him. I ate with him. I touched him. He ascended. When he was ascending in in, in Bethany, I saw him with my eyes. Sir, I will not lie to you. You are creating confusion, James. Tell the whole world that Jesus did not resurrect. He says, sir, I cannot do that. He said, we shall kill you. He said, kill me. Charlie, they are not crazy. They are not crazy. If, if, anything, if anything at all, only one of them should be crazy. Maybe Peter. But not Peter. Not James. How about John? John was arrested by the emperor. And they said, we want you to deny Christ. He said, sir, why should I deny Christ? I saw him. Okay? They heated oil. And they threw him into the oil to fry. The oil didn't fry the man. Then they went and told the emperor. I said, sir, the guy is not frying. <laughs> you know what the emperor said? He said, he's, he's a wizard. Throw him. <laughs> they said John was a wizard. They threw him into the island of Patmos. It was there that he wrote the book of Revelations that we are reading here today. And when you read the book of Revelation, 
you get an idea that he was a prophetic, sharp, intelligent, educated person. You think set an altar is so stupid and foolish, he will just give himself, kill me, for a witness that he didn't witness. A resurrection he did not witness. Oh, here's another thing I'll convince you. Before Jesus Christ rose, the disciples, they were like this and they were like that. They were not sure of themselves. Peter was denying Jesus Christ. They used to fight among themselves. Who is the senior? Who is the eldest? Who is, you know, simple diseases they could not heal. Before Jesus Christ resurrected. So tell me what happened after the resurrection. Suddenly they got power. Cripples were walking. Their shadows were healing people. Handkerchiefs were healing people. Charlie, miracles all over the place. It tells you that something had taken place. It tells you that Jesus rose. He has ascended. He sent them the Holy Ghost. That's why suddenly things change in their lives. Come to me, myself. Now my testimony. Number one, where they buried Jesus Christ in Jerusalem, I've been there several times. I have searched the place is empty. You won't find anything. Furthermore, there has been excavation, archaeological excavations around the place searching for Jesus' bones. They couldn't find. No bone. Bones don't die. Don't, don't forget. Bones don't die. It doesn't matter how long they are in the ground. They, they can be pulled out. They haven't found Jesus' bone till today. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I'll give you another chance to clap better. Now, how about the transformation that this resurrected Jesus Christ has brought to the lives of many, like me? I was brought up in a, a polygamous home. My father who raised me married plenty of women. Why have I not married plenty of women? The father who brought me taught me how to marry plenty of women. Why have I not married plenty of women? The father who brought me up taught me how to drink alcohol because he was sending me to buy the alcohol, hard liquor. And if I bought the hard liquor, I would hide in some corner, taste the liquor. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, Apostle General Charlie. I am a living testimony. I am a living proof Come that on. he lives in me because he's alive. He's alive. He changed. I was young and the devil was kettling me to the path of alcoholism by becoming the agent of my father. Oh, how about that? How about this? The father I lived with, he taught me how to not to pay school fees. How did I pay my children's school fees and I give scholarship to others? Because I met the man who changes people. The, the, the man who transforms life. And I'm telling you, I never saw Jesus with my eyes. I only read in the books and I believed. And I was told that if I accept him as my Lord and my personal Savior, he comes to dwell inside of me. I did it. And then I followed the scripture. He says, I should work at my salvation with fear and trembling. I started. He said, every day he wants to work with me with his word and spirit. He said, every day he wants to fill me with his spirit and with wisdom and knowledge. And I yielded myself and yielded myself. See what Jesus Christ has done in a man's life. 
increase that clap of him because change is coming. I receive it. Increase that clap offering because I did the sower is sitting here. Young as he was, he was dancing for the devil. And when you start dancing for the devil, you drink for the devil because the devil teaches you how to drink, and the devil teaches you how to smoke weed, and the devil teaches you how to be on cocaine, how to be on drugs. And I'm sure he started doing all those things. The devil taught him many stupid and foolish things that costed him big time his marriage, his family, and everything. Until one day he heard the word of God, and then the scales fell upon his eyes, and he accepted Jesus Christ as his Lord and Savior. There is no, no Sunday that he doesn't sit here clapping and giving God the glory and God the praise are you clapping or you are doing something like clapping last time I heard him speaking on television and he said they asked him so I did the show what have you regretted in your life now you are in your 50 five, five. you are a handsome man he said I regret that I didn't meet Jesus Christ on time if I knew what I know now, first I would have concentrated on my education and I would have gone to school, I would have gone to university, my life would not have been as it was now. Now, by the grace of God, God has restored me. I'm okay. He's in entrepreneurship. He's into hotel. I'm doing well. But I would have done better if I knew God earlier. Are you clapping or you are doing something like clapping? Oh, look at your father and your mother. Ever since they started coming to church over here, have you not seen a change in a transformation? It means that there is a Jesus who is alive, who is working. The witness is enough. How about your brother who was following the company, the, the area guys, and he was doing cobalt things and bad boy things. He has started smoking. He has started womanizing. He started doing many things. And then one day somebody brought him to Royal House Chapel. He heard the word of God. And look at your brother. He's totally transformed and totally changed. It's Jesus who is at work because he's alive. Oh, look at the beautiful girl sitting by you. A beautiful girl like the one sitting by you should not be in church by now. A beautiful girl sitting by you by now will be at Omotuo session with some sugar daddy. They are drinking, you eating Omotuo and drinking Guinness. The beautiful girl sitting by you right now should have been somebody chasing people's husbands because she's beautiful. But alas, she's in church. She's president of Rosa University of Ghana. Jesus is working. So the three people sing it. Me what Jesus or Timimo. Or Timimo. I know you don't understand the words, but sing it for me. When Jesus is in you, it shows. Me what Jesus or Timimo. Hallelujah. Come on, say it again. Me what Jesus or Timimo. When I was in the scripture, you know, we used to sing a song. I've forgotten how it started, but we end. You ask me how I know he lives. He lives within my heart. 
you become born again not too long. He lives. He lives. Christ Jesus lives today. He walks with me and talks with me along the narrow way. I remember. He lives. He lives. Christ Jesus. What's that? Salvation to impact. You ask me how I know he lives. He lives within my The evidence that Jesus Christ lives is look at me. And look at the transformation. You are the evidence that he lives. Are you clapping now? You're doing something like clapping. Another songwriter says, "Was it Samuel? Jesus did it. Now, was it Samuel Shepherd? Jesus did it. Was it Samuel? Jesus did it. He did not say for what is it? Can you go to somebody and say, Hey, Jimmy Power? Come on, go to seven people. Go and encourage somebody for me. Encourage somebody for me. That's your testimony. That is the evidence. That's the evidence. Clap your hands. Clap your hands. Apostle Paul, he says, and if the spirit that raised Christ from the dead also dwells in you, then is your body and your life quickened by the same spirit. Romans chapter 8 verse 11. Read with the loud voice when they go. But if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, then he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by the same spirit that dwelleth in you. The evidence that Jesus dwells in you is the fact that your mortal body has been quickened. You are a fornicator. You are no longer a fornicator. It's an evidence of the salvation. You are a liar. You don't no longer lie. An evidence of your salvation. You were an adulterer. No longer an adulterer. An evidence of the salvation. You were a thief, but no longer a thief. An evidence of the salvation. You were an enemy. You were in self-denial. You hated God, but now you are a lover of God. Every Sunday you are in church. Every Friday you are in church. Week of the altar you are there. You are not ashamed of Christ anymore. You come, you gossip about Jesus. You you share the gospel with people at university campus. You are joining Rosa, and you don't join bad boys and church of Satan and noisy people. The evidence that Christ lives in you is that the God who raised him from the dead also lives in you. The same spirit that raised him from the dead will raise you from your slumber, will raise you from your foolishness, will deliver you from your stupidity, will deliver you from your mistake. The same spirit, the same spirit that delivered Jesus Christ, that raised Jesus Christ from the dead, that same spirit is about to raise you. So, so, so here comes the next teaching. The resurrection story number one is the story of the foundation of our faith. Apostle Paul says, 
And if Christ be not raised, then all of us is our faith foolish. And we are all hopeless. First Corinthians chapter 15. If Christ not be raised, then we are all wasting our time. So number one, the resurrection story and the resurrection is this the story? Message, event. The resurrection event is the foundation to our salvation. It is the foundation to our hope for tomorrow and it is the foundation of our faith in God and in Christ. That's it. But more than that, more than that, it is also a demonstration to us how we can overcome death here on this earth. So, hope for tomorrow, praise God for heaven. Our salvation, praise God, we want to go to heaven. But more than that, the event is a showcase for you and a demonstration of how you will overcome. So now, application of the resurrection story or message, application. Number one, the resurrection story tells you that no evil and wicked people can stop you from entering into your glory and destiny. Never. Never. No evil people. No wicked people. Jesus Christ said, deliver us from evil. Now I want you to know that evil doesn't work in the atmosphere. Evil works through people. Jesus said, I will go to Jerusalem and I will be delivered to sinful men. In other words, evil people and wicked people who will crucify me. So he was aware. He knew that evil people will want to cut his life short, cut his ministry short. short. Cut his purpose and his dreams and vision, everything short, he knew. If the spirit that raised Christ from the dead also dwells in you, then it means that you too in your days, no evil from your father's blood. Jesus. No evil from your mother's line. Come on. No evil person in your class. Jesus. No evil person in your community. Come on. Who are envious of your marriage, envious of your academic praise, can put you in prison. Jesus. It will never happen. Clap your hands and say, it will not happen. It will not happen. Clap your hands and shout and say, it will not happen. It will not happen. Clap your hands and say, it will not happen. Clap your hands and say it will not happen. It will not happen. And here comes the word of wisdom for the week. Here comes the word of the wisdom for the week. Quote. Hashtag. Wisdom. Hashtag wisdom. Some crunchy and crunch. The supply of grace and power is determined by the degree of resistance in your life. The supply of grace and power is determined by the degree of resistance in your life. The supply of grace and power is determined by the amount of resistance. They hated Jesus so much, ladies and gentlemen, 
But God is in, in his infinite wisdom. At every stage, when they resisted Christ, God raised more power and more anointing. Come on. They said he was healing by Bezabob and by demonic spirit. God confused them and confounded them and disproved them. And then they said, crucify him, crucify him. They killed him. And God said, I'll raise more power and more anointing. On the third day, there was a shaking. And the stone rolled away. And then Jesus Christ resurrected. For every resistance, God raised the stakes higher. Can I prophesy to you that the resurrection message for you is that you don't give up in anything you do. The more they suppress you, the more God will release grace. The more they fight you, the more God will release power. If I were you, I will clap my hands and shout power. 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 Grace. 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 Who can stand against the Lord? Lift up your voice. No one can. Clap your hands. No one will. Release your faith right now. Lift up your faith. Miracles are happening. The The more they resist you, the more God will give you power. The more they deny you, the more God lifts you up. Victory belongs to Jesus. Clap your hands. Clap your hands. Victory belongs to Jesus. Victory belongs to Him. It's not a story to wish away. And wash away. And here eat and go and sleep. No. Thank God for heaven. But here on this earth, you will overcome every evil person. I receive it. Who wants to lock you up and keep you at one place. I receive it. You will resurrect, you will rise again. I receive it. Rise again. You rise again. God will supply the grace. I receive grace. And God will supply the power. I receive power. That is why you can't miss tonight a miracle service. It is anointing for resurrection, anointing for, for restoration, and anointing to recover what you have lost. Come on. Increase that clap offering because it will happen. This Easter is your Easter for 10 around. I receive it. And it's your Easter for a new beginning. I receive it. This Easter is your Easter to recover what you have lost. I receive it. Let them live in self-denial. We don't care. But the facts are the facts. He's risen. He's not here. Why are you seeking the living amongst the dead? Why? Here is the second application. Here is the second application. Here is the second application. You will nothing will resurrect in your life until you speak ahead of resurrection. Nothing will resurrect 
in your life until you speak ahead of resurrection. Accountant. So, <laughs> the two angels said to the women, why are you here this early morning? Oh, we are looking for Jesus who was buried here. Because of the Sabbath, we couldn't apply the spices properly. So we are here to apply spices and get his body, you know, so he doesn't get rotten. <laughs> you, you've come to the wrong place. He's not here. He's, he's, he's risen. As he said to you before, he said to you that they will crucify him by evil people. But on the third day, he will rise again. What he said to you has come to pass. Resurrections just don't happen. You have to speak ahead of resurrection. From today, you must change your language about yourself. Come on. And the things that you say. Prophesy good things before they will happen. <laughs> I will learn some application here. Now let's have a conversation now. Watch me, let's have a conversation now. In the spiritual order of things, in the spiritual order of things, it is an error for you to stay in one level of glory for the rest of your life or for the days of your life. It's a spiritual error. Put it on the screen for them. In God's order of creation, to remain in one level of glory is against his divine order. Apostle General Sam Kranchiakra, quote me. I like talking to intelligent people like you. Write it. Give you a few seconds. Meditate. If I'm looking for Mami Adwa Yamenu, who is a first year student at University of Ghana, I can only find her among the first years. So when I get to the university gate, and I said, I'm a stranger. I'm here looking for Ya Menu. She's a first year student psychology. They will show me where the psychology students meet. And when I go there, I have to go to the first year because that's where I will find her. The following year, if I want to go and look for her again, and I make a mistake, and I still go to the first year class where last year they met, you can be sure I will not find her. Because she has moved on to second year and the second year hall of meeting has changed. That's where I'll find her. In the third year, if I go looking for her again, I can find her only in another class, the third class. If I make a mistake and I go to the gate and I said, I'm looking for Nanaya Ajua Menu. They say, yeah, I say she's a psychology student. Then they ask me, what year? I say, I'm not too sure. Then the security man will tell me, go and comb the whole university to look for her. 
But if you know exactly where to find her, which year, which class, which school, which hall, which floor, which room number, you are likely to find her. So, when people are looking for you, and they start looking for you from your father's house, because you used to stay in this compound house with 18 people, including your nephews and your nephews, and then after 8, 7 years, they come to the same place they are looking for you. It's an error. You cannot stay in one level of glory of your life forever. Jesus. Something must change. Yeah. When they come looking for you in your father's house, somebody must tell them you are not here. Come on. You have changed your location. Sure. You've changed your address. Yes. It's an error to remain in one level of glory all your life. It's wrong. It's wrong. It's wrong. It's wrong. Second Corinthians chapter 3 verse number 18. Second Corinthians chapter 3 verse number 18. Therefore, we behold as it were in a glass the glory of the Lord and as you watch the glory of the Lord in the glass, you are not watching God because God does not appear in the glass. It's you. But Apostle Paul says the image you are seeing there is not humanity perfect. That is God's image in you. And that image doesn't remain the same. And that it keeps changing from glory to glory to glory. So this year, when you see and behold yourself in the mirror. Next year, you should be able to tell a different story about yourself. In five years, it must be different. At some point in your life, you are not wearing a wedding ring. But another time, you must show the mirror that something has changed. You are wearing a wedding ring. Come on. At another time, you must show... That you were this level, but now you are another level. I release glory of transformation and I release glory of change. I receive Clap your hands and scream on top of your voice. Your voice, I will change. I will change. I will change. I will change. Shout again and say, I will change. I will change. When I was looking for Humanity Pavel some eight, seven years ago, I went to University of Cape Coast to find him. Then after a time when I went, I didn't find him there again. And I knew that he, something has changed. So I went to where he did national service and I looked for him. After the national service, I knew that he will always not be there. I went to another place and I found him at Fidelity. When another, after some two, two, three years, I went to Fidelity where he was in the pool of some new uh, employees working. And I knew he would not be there. I knew that this time you will be checked into a private office as a manager. Come on. Something had changed. If you came looking for some Kranchiankra some few years ago, you would have found me at a certain school called Northridge Lation. You will find me on Sunday like this. I've been preaching 29 years. In the earlier years, you would have found me in a small classroom sitting on benches with some people. As if we're doing church, as if we're joking. And then you came one year later, you would have found me at a great development bank canteen across the ring road street like that. After one year, when you came there, you will not find me. You'll find me in a warehouse called Blackmore and Sons at Kokumlemle. 
I stayed at Kokonomle Blackmore Express for seven years. If you came there after seven years, you didn't find me there. You would have found me now in my own property. And then I was renting. But now you find me as a landlord. I own my own property. He is not here. He's risen. The grave is empty. Something has changed. That is the import of the resurrection. That is the application of the resurrection. It is a misorder for your life to remain at one stage for the rest of your life. It's, it's a misorder. Misorder. And tonight, I wanted to come to the prayer grounds with such anger. And let the blood and the, and, the, and the oil be at your mercy. Now, in the next five, seven, ten years, when you are coming to look for me, don't just get up and start coming, uh, 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 coming to look for me. You may not find me here. You may find me in the oil dome. Come on! He is not here. He's risen. Reason. Hey, can I prophesy to you? Professor. You see, I'm laughing at your friends. An accident has occurred. And there's bloodshed and people are dying. Your enemies have come looking for you amongst the dead. Clap your hands and say, I'm not there. I'm not there. Clap your hands and say, you'll find me there. You'll find me there. Say, you'll find me there. You'll find me there. They said, COVID has come. And they have created some COVID centers. And people are on ventilators. And people are dying. And they are looking for you. And they are so excited. They are coming to look for you among the sick. Clap your hands and say, I will not be there. I will not be there. Oh, scream it on top of your voice and say, you'll find me there. You won't find me there. Say, I'm risen. I'm risen. Clap your hands and give God praise. Oh. They gave that to you at Nima, at Choco and Copperby. So they are coming to look for you. They should go to Copperby and look for me. I'm no longer there. I've changed. Church. Order has changed. Come on. Level has changed. Come on now. They- <laughs> Clap your hands and say, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I receive change. I receive change. 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 Sit down. So, let's discuss the Old Testament resurrection. Joseph, the, another type of Christ. So, he was standing there and he saw his brothers had come to come and buy maize. As soon as he saw them, he said, ah, these are my brothers. He said, how do you know? He said, oh. And then he told his, his people, I have known them for 18 years. Then they asked, but 18 years, how come you were able to recognize them? Well, I recognize because nothing has changed. The same clothes that they were wearing, they are wearing the same. Nothing has improved. But why didn't they recognize Joseph? They didn't recognize Joseph because dignity had changed. Come on. Level had changed. Yes. His language had changed. Yes. That Joseph, they knew, used to speak Hebrew. Now this one is speaking Egypt. Come on. That Joseph, they knew, was not married. But they now see him wearing golden ring. 
one on the left, one on the right. I receive it. The Joseph they knew could not be prime minister. Hey. This one is too big. Come on now. But levels are changed. Change. God has changed. Change. Resurrection has taken place. Yes. When resurrection takes place, you change your language. Yes. You change your language. Yes. You don't say I am weak anymore. Come on now. You don't say I am poor anymore. Come on. When resurrection takes place, Jesus. You don't say I cannot make it. Never. You can't say I cannot rise. Never. You cannot say I will not pass. Never. You cannot say I will not finish my education. Never. Change your language. Change. Change your language. Change. His language has changed. Change. His personality changed. Change. Everything about him changed. Change. These are the signs of resurrection. Yes. Clap your hands and say, In the name of Jesus. 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 I receive. I receive. Resurrection power. Resurrection power. Resurrection anointing. Resurrection anointing. Anything. Anything. That is refusing. That is refusing. To change. To change. About me. About me. As I clap my hands. As I clap my hands. I prophesy. I prophesy. Like Jesus. Like Jesus. Before Anything happens. Before anything happens, resurrection happens. Resurrection happens. The word of God. The word of God must go. Must go ahead, ahead of resurrection. Of resurrection. Clap your hands. It is a fervent prayer that this message will have an effect on your life and will lift you to the place where you belong. For an additional copy of this and any other life-changing CD, please look up the address on your CD. Royal House Chapel International, touching our generation with the power of God. God richly bless you.